planning your wedding? Are you planning it right now and thinking, why is this so stressful? You're not alone. With budgets to juggle, big plans to make, and friends and family to keep happy, wedding planning has become less about fun and more about work. Wedded Wellness is here to provide health and wellness tools to ease your stress and create routines that enable you to remain calm and strong on your big day and beyond. Because stress will always be with us. And what better than to cultivate wellness and identify your best self as you move into any stage of life. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Hey listeners, happy Thursday. Ashley here, your host of the Wedded Wellness Podcast. So the last couple weeks, we have been diving into some spiritual self-care practices, astrology, past lives, but this week we're diving into a little more tangible to-do list items. I mean, literally, like to-do list items. This week, I chat with Anahita Champion, who started the thriving business Twin Cities Mobile Mommy. And I just, I love what she's doing because it spans... It spans so many different areas. It empowers other women, it nurtures self-care, it gives back to the community, it educates. I could just go on and on. But for the brides listening, well, and I'm really for anyone listening, this is such a great example of when asking for help, you can truly change the game for yourself, help reduce some stress. But before we hop into the episode, I wanted to shout out an upcoming event we have on Saturday, February 15th at 1 o'clock. It's the Bachelorette Bash. And think of this as the bachelor party, bachelorette party, (laughs) or bachelor party that you wish you had, or the one that maybe you're planning right now. So we'll do some yoga in the beautiful studio at Lululemon Mall of America. This Shavasana soundtrack will be Crystal Bowls from Erin Anderson of The Gold Runner. Talk about a relaxing experience. Oh my gosh. Um, After that, Nelly from House of Ojas will talk about easy self-care practices that you can work into your routine and help with everyday stressors. And then stick around for champagne, muscle work, tarot cards, photo ops, giveaways, so much more. Tickets are only $15 and you can snag those on our website, weddedwellness.com slash events. Pause the episode right now. Go get your tickets because space is limited and we'd love to see you there. All right, let's get to the show. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome in, listeners. I'm sitting down today with Anahita Champion of Twin Cities Mobile Mommy. Thanks for being here so much. so glad. So glad to be here. Thank you. I wish you could see her right now. There are are a lot of the guests that I have are really... Radiant, and you were very much one of those. You're even wearing pink, my colors, girl. Thank you. Thank you. And she brought her beautiful daughter with, just doing all the things. Yeah, she's in her princess dress, not that anybody can see, but you might hear her. She might just chime in, and that's what mom boss life is like. That is what mom boss is like. I was, my friend was with me the other day, and she looked in my bag and pulled out a tutu and some tights and also, like, my computer. I mean, that's life. Mm -hmm. This is what we do. I remember the most endearing moment. Early on is when I went to a meeting and I had a pacifier in my pocket. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like crying in the meeting because I'm like it was my first meeting outside of the house with her. Without oh her. yeah, like, oh. so I just little things like that. That's what you do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have so many good stories. So about I'll stop that. talking. <laughs> so will you tell us about Twin Cities Mobile Mommy and how you got to? I mean, you help so many people with the many businesses that you've had, and yeah. now with this one, what what is it? Um, okay, so imagine having like a clone of you 
and yes, please. <laughs> we help with like anything that you can imagine. So it's a concierge for busy families. And in a nutshell, it's basically like helping fold laundry or running your errands or maybe emptying the dishwasher because you don't want to do it. Um, if you're planning a party or an event and you need to like make your party favors or send out invites or um, decorate the house or whatever it is, <laughs> so it's awesome. a second version of you. Yes. Because... That's what I needed many years ago. Yeah. And now you're paying it forward. You're helping others. Yeah. Yep. So we, we have five pillars to the business. There's services. There's a team. Um, there are events. We have partnerships. And there's a give back pillar. So there's okay. five pillars that kind of hold us up and help drive us in some directions that I really want the business to grow in and provide value to the community. Okay. Will you tell me more about those pillars? Yeah. Okay. So we have the services. So that's basically your home organizing, your decluttering, you know, because the toy room is an explosion every five every, minutes. Yeah. True. Um, we can, you know, run a Goodwill or whatever that is for you. So all those basic services that we have <clears throat> under like a mini session or our memberships is kind of what a lot of our clients are doing. They pay for a monthly recurring service. We pop over three hours every month, <sighs> do what we need to do or 90 minutes every other week, whatever it looks like. Okay. Um, and then we have bundles. So if they just want like a once in a blue moon type of four-hour package to work on a particular project. So we have several options for our services. Um, the team, I can't do this alone. Being a team of one needs to just not be a thing anymore. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> I have too many ambitious goals. And this is a huge undertaking of a business. Um, I can do it. It's just like I want to do it really well. Right. So currently we have five brand ambassadors. They're my mom's squad. Okay. And a couple of them are sprinkled throughout the Twin Cities, North, South, East, West Metro. And they're just an extension of Mobile Mommy and me. I can't be at every MOPS or ECFE or preschool group or the working moms that have colleagues, you know, that go back to work and they're trying to juggle schedules with nursing in the private room oh, yeah. and all of that. Um, there are parents, just like myself, who are out in the community speaking on behalf of me. And also, they have their own creative endeavors, and I want to help them any way I can. Okay. I brought in an intern recently, so I'm kind of, you know, oh, that's great idea. this high school graduate, or she's about to graduate, um, and some PR and entrepreneurship too. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Love that. Polly Sai, and she wants to work on diversity. And I'm like, girl, I need you and you need me. This is oh great. Oh, my gosh. Pillar three is the events. I just love connecting with the community. I have an events background, so I just had to keep that in there. Part four is partnerships. Let's grow together. Let's co host events. Let's swap perks. Let's. Let's do stuff. I'm so into that. That's been like such a huge part of my business and it's been so much fun it's, to spend time with people like you. Like, it yes. is. So, and the unlikely collaborations is the thing that yeah. really is eye-opening. It's like you could be you could be a dentist and a photographer and all of a sudden, boom, you have something yeah. that you wouldn't have thought about. It's magic. Um, <laughs> it is magic. And the mobile mommy magic is strong. And then the fifth one is the give back. So giving back and paying it forward to the community, whether that's, you know... Something we do at the household by making kits to give out to people in need or the homeless or doing a team effort. We did something at Loaves and Fishes a couple of weeks back. Um, We just launched something called Sponsor Family. So right now, over the next two months, there's going to be an application and nomination project where um, we sponsor family really going through a tough time. Just to help them around yeah. the house and see where you can be the most beneficial. Yeah. I love that. Long-winded, but like those five pillars... 
are just the essence of Mobile Mommy. It's just what feels right to me. It's a premium service, but at the end of the day, I wish I could help every single family out there in all dynamics. What I love about this, about this work, is that it can be really hard to ask for help. And we talk a lot with brides, Mm -hmm. with um, those that are in these early stages of family life. And getting into a routine of asking for help immediately can be so freeing. I mean, like the minute you're saying, okay, I'm engaged, or I decide I want to, you know, we're going to buy our first house, or we're going to have a baby, like ask for help because yeah. you will need it. I would say that's some really good advice. If a bride can't ask for help like right away or maybe doesn't want to, I shouldn't say if they can't, it's just kind of going to set you up for maybe being a little more challenged asking for help later on with like parenthood. Oh my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> There's so much to ask for. If I could go back, I would have mobile mommy help with a bunch of stuff because when I started the business, we were engaged. So I was oh, you were. Okay. planning a wedding with a baby. Oh, yeah. That's a mess. That's a hard, that's a hard. I will say, I joke to my friends who are in that situation. I'm like, if you can still get married after you've had a baby, that is golden love right there. Oh, yeah. You did it. (laughs) Why wait to have the baby after you're married? Just have it before. Test your marriage. That's That's the real test. Not the greatest advice, but (laughs) it's worked for us. (laughs) It is. I mean, I think that's good. It's like the iteration of... Your marriage, I mean, is sort of sealed in when when kiddos come along. You're tested. What are yeah? What are our our goals? What is the foundation of this relationship? And and again, like being okay with reaching out for help is so so critical. So yeah, I love that. What's the weirdest thing that you've had to do? Like at a client? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, I don't have an answer yet. I mean, so I started it in 2016 and I had, you know, about a year-ish under my belt and then I walked away and then came back and relaunched it. Okay. So it's all been kind of consistent with decluttering okay. like, and picking up. A lot of it is just questionable picking up stuff. Like people that just have things they haven't seen in probably two years. Um, the funniest thing I saw recently was baby announcements from seven years ago. Oh, so you saw? I did. This was like a few <laughs> days ago. And I kept three of everything that I found because I, you know, baby books or collages mm-hmm. or I'll let them go through the sentiment of it. I don't need to like tell them to throw everything away. But I did throw the other 900 copies away of everything else. Oh my god! Because it was seven years old. So it was just stuff like that. I, I chuckled, but it was also cute. Um and I don't sit and dig through people's stuff. Obviously, I just store yeah. it, and then I file it away. And then when mom comes back in the room, like this is where it is, and then she's like, "Oh, see, I didn't even know I had those." Yeah. But when you're in the the haze and the days of just like planning or or baby mode, you who has time to stamp an envelope and then send it out? So that's what happened with her. That Absolutely. Was kind of, that was a funny find. The other really fun, funny, and intense kind of a client project I had was a member for a few months who. Um, they have hoarding in their history. I they mean, do. it was a little bit of a psychological um, uh, situation we had to kind of work with. And we sat down and had coffee first and kind of just talked as moms. Yeah. And then we got to work for an hour. I mean, I kept it really simple. Uh, but she gave me a tour. And it was like a four-level house or uh, condo. And the attic was all hand-me-downs from two generations, I think, above oh, wow. that have, like, passed on. So there are, like, antique dollhouses that anyone could just to die it's just to die for but it was dusty and I said clean it off and sell it you need the money and yeah. you're not using it and then the way 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 basement super creepy basement was great 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 grandfather's suits and stuff from like mm. 
um, early 1900s and late 1800s. And so that wasn't like crazy, but to me, I was like, wow, you don't need any of this in your house. So you can, yeah, I mean, you can have sentimental value. And I, I do really like the idea of like feng shui and the honoring of things in our house. Yeah. Or just, again, I use the word things because that's what they are. And like where, how they served us in, at some stage of life. Yeah. Say thank you and then move on. The whole Marie Kondo way. I do. I like it. It makes yeah. sense to me. It's, uh, I've tried Marie Kondo and I do, I have, it's worked in yeah. some, but like with little kids, yeah. fold, the folding has yeah. not stuck. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> I have a good friend who does, she's a Marie Kondo consultant. That's, Is she? Yeah. So oh, she, that's kind cool. of her genre. She's, she's fantastic. We partner we're trying to figure out kind of how to move forward with that, but um, her stories are incredible. And when I think of my clients, I don't try to be Marie Kondo because no. a lot of the parents just need the stuff done right now to get it out of their mind. Like they're done stepping on Legos, and why keep coming home from their errands to the same pile of laundry? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at myself right now, like thinking this. I'm so tired of looking at that same <laughs> basket, and then I'm out of underwear, and I have to go back to Target to buy more. I'm like, well, if I just folded itself folding is the hardest part <laughs> i'll do that damn laundry but like the minute that i have to put it away it's like it sits on a pile in my room in my existence. until it's all dirty again yeah so i don't try <laughs> to be the perfect um feng shui i mean i have the interior design background so i will come in oh, and I will yeah. look at things in a particular way and when people have seen something so many times it's second set of eyes it's just nice to kind of come in and clean sweep and ideate and throw some ideas and then they're like oh I never thought that or the way of folding towels that I've kind of given tips and tricks they're like oh so it's kind of a balance it's for sure not Marie Kondo but it's like get it done but also in a very nice looking way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it stays and it feels good it's it serves some clears out some energy I think for sure it does how do you, I mean, you are a businesswoman, you're a mom, you've done all these things. How do you find time? I mean, that's essentially what you're offering yeah. to other people is I'm giving you time, which is money. It is. It is. Priceless. How do you find time? Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a SHIT show most of the time. Same. Like, <laughs> let's just, <laughs> let's just throw it out there. Um, I will say that. 2019 was just a weird year. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Sure. Cut, cut me off if this is too long-winded. So 2016, the business started. It was way too overwhelming after a year and a half. I had the PR business and this business. Walked oh, yeah. away. Mm-hmm. 2018, yep, at the end of 2017. 2018 happened. Um, I got reeled into the pageant world. So they, I had asked to be You? Pregnant. Yeah. Uh, what? You just watch <laughs> the Miss Universe and you just dream of being that when you're a size one and you're 22 years old. Sure. I'm 34 and not a size one. So <laughs> that's okay though. Uh, so I just kind of joked around through this, the, the whole idea of a pageant, but I got, you know, brought into the Mrs. America, Mrs. Minnesota America system. Cool. I did it. And then that was through June and through June and then December of 2018, it was like, what in the world just happened? Um, I represented St. Paul. I placed way lower than I would have ever expected. A lot of reflection came out of it. Um, I'm not an egotistic kind of gal, but at the same time, it was a very alarming situation. And it was through that six month honestly of reflection of just kind of like realizing things about myself honing in on my time where I want that spent what is actually valuable what did I say to those judges versus what I'm actually doing oh, sure. and I realized 
none of it matched up. And it was like kind of like a self-slap in the face, like, whoa, dude, what are you doing with your life? Mm. And so it was through that period where I thought, I need to hone in back on mommy life. Like, it's not going anywhere, and I missed the business, so I'm going to bring back mobile mommy. (laughs) So then... What time do I have, right? Like, are you serious, girlfriend? So, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so I brought it back, but more strategically. So I thought, okay, I PR consulted people for seven years. Let's PR consult myself. So I sat down, kind of mapped it out. And uh, once the wheels were in motion, I mean, it was really heavy as a startup. You know, anyone can understand. It's just, there's just, that is where the attention goes. So thankfully, I have a very supportive husband who voiced like, hey, you're on your phone too much, or can we have like date night? Or Yes. I'm like, thank you for being that husband. That's partnership right there. It is. He's solid. Um, see, again, we had the baby first, and it just worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, and then 2019, February 2019, I was just like a day like today. It snowed last night. The plows come through. The lip at the end of the driveway gets plowed through because, you know, mm-hmm. a couple extra inches of that sticky snow. And I was on my way to a pedicure, and I got stuck at the end of our own dang driveway, but like the very tip of the car. I was almost out. Anyways, long story short, I traveled to shove, tried to shovel my way out. A car came up. I thought they were going to push me out. I'm like, oh, this neighborhood is great. No, instead, they, like, opened the car door, took my purse, and took off. No. Oh, yeah. my God. So I, I got not expect that. Robbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your exp- her expression is crazy. Uh, I got robbed on my own driveway. It was, like, the wor- world's worst jolting moment I've ever experienced. And it's ser- it's silly to say that that was a traumatic experience, but it was. No, that's traumatic. So it took that to really give me perspective on where is my like attention and my energy, my time. I'm on my way to a dang pedicure. Like, can I have some self-care today? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, oh, yeah. This is Roya. She's here. She's got two Elsa dolls. Yeah. So Maybe an two. Anna too. We're putting on Anna's dress right now. <laughs> so anyway, so I was just in like go, 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 startup mode. The launch party was in June. So a few months after that. Okay. And so I was just like self-distracted. Building the partnerships and getting the people and the invites and planning the event. So right after the event, I was like physically not feeling well, going to the doctor, sleeping horribly, gaining all this weight. And it took me until, so that was June. It took me until September or October of just 2019 to realize that I had some PTSD from that robbery. Oh my gosh, of course. And socially going out anywhere, finding time to like de-stress and self-care. Anyways, long story short, to come back full circle to your question is really evaluating my time and where I spend my energy came into play. Mm -hmm. So I made it a point to practice self-care. Here, Raya. Thank you. You're welcome. And She's um, very well-behaved. She's just checking. So it really kind of took, I I will say, post-pageant reflection to kind of figure out where I want to spend my time, and it's on a business I love. And it took this ridiculous traumatic experience to kind of waken me up and say, hey, you don't have a lot of time, so do you really want to spend it going to all these networking events that don't bring you much value, turn around, or profit? Right. So you should probably slow down. Slow down. And that was very hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. Cheerleader in high school, pageant girl, this and that. I'm like, who am I? Yeah. The pageant life, so I did, <laughs> I did like those small town pageants. Well, I did the one in my town where I grew up. You know that movie, um, what's it called? Drop Dead Gorgeous? I haven't seen it in Oh, full. girl. Can you believe it? It was the epitome of what, what was happening. I mean, other than the killing people, there was none of that. <laughs> but the, uh, 
just like the weird dancing and and like sort of the taking each other down in a way felt I mean that that was sort of real and and your experience of of like self-discovery through that process what a gift I mean that must have been really challenging and also the (laughs) getting mugged I mean come while you're down you're trying to get yourself unstuck like thankfully I was safe out of that but yeah the pageant uh, reflection and then that just totally glitz and glamour and then I'm sweating in my boots trying to get out of snow totally opposite life experiences but it was the universe's way of saying hey you need to learn some lessons here's how we're gonna do it here's how we're gonna do it (laughs) you listen you chose to listen and you chose to thrive versus I mean people can get really lost after traumatic events like that yeah and I won't I won't sugarcoat it I did I really did I got very confused um I I'm sure there was some depression in there I just I think I have too much of a positive outlook and just natural bubbliness that when I wasn't feeling those things internally and everything caused this nasty burning sensation called anxiety I was like oh dang this really sucks. And I was in my sweatpants for most of 2019. Like, I did a couple of events, but I said no to a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that felt very uncomfortable to be in the position to even say no. Because I'm too go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And I want to be everywhere. Um, so, <clears throat> how do I make time? Right now, it's like, okay, so she's in preschool. Finally, there's a little bit of structure where I have six yeah. hours out of a whole week to actually get work done. I try to force myself to the gym at least once or twice a week. And it's good. Um, breathe if I have to just like sit there for five minutes. Best and be advice. Like, ever. I have some chest <laughs> issues right now. Maybe I should take a breath, and then I do. I'm be like, still. So the basic things, like yeah. literally survival. Yeah. When so now that you're striking a balance, like you're saying yes to some things, but also saying no. You have your time. What you talked about being still, what other self care practices? Maybe you said practice or um, working out. Yeah, do you have maybe even with you and your partner? Like, what do you do to stay well? Yeah, okay, so there's that's a good question, and there's no like right or wrong way of doing it. I've just kind of had to find a groove, and that might shift honestly week to oh, week, definitely, right? Um, just last night, I'm like, why do I have a headache this morning? Why do I wake up with another headache? And it's because it's so dry and cold out. So just reminding myself to drink more water. I stocked up on probiotics because gut health is a thing. So those <laughs> basic survival things, trying to really force myself to my night owl mentality. I love being up late, but you know, maybe I shouldn't stay up and watch six episodes of this show. Maybe just like two or three. What are you watching? Oh, everything. I just wrapped up Grace and Frankie seasons. I do like that I show. Loved it. I resonate with, with Frankie <laughs> She's quite a bit. <laughs> so I just wrapped that up. Um, you season two, Grace and Frankie. Uh, you is so good. good girls, <laughs> Greenleaf. There's a whole bunch. So that's self care right there. Just Every time. guest that I've actually yeah. had has like this has become a thing. We need to just share all of our show recommendations because, yeah. especially for those of us that are running, I mean, truly running all day mm-hmm. to get the opportunity to sit down. And just breathe. So brides, you know, I know you're running around. Yeah. Everyone else that's listening, like, it's okay to binge watch your favorite show if you ever feel bad about it. I think it's necessary. I think it is. That was, a say, I would say two years ago at this time, um, where I was about two years old-ish. And so I had thought, I need something to myself. And I'm feeling really just in a funk. And I 
and I found Grace and Frankie, and it was hysterical. It is the like, one of the best shows I think ever created, because they talk about so many societal norms that are breaking yeah. all these norms. Um, the funniest cast, and I was just like cracking up at two in the morning, trying to be like laughing quietly, crying, laughing quietly, so my husband wouldn't wake up. <laughs> And I realized, oh my gosh, this is the best I felt all week. And it was at like 2 in the morning watching a show. Granted, that was a little too late, but the fact that I found something. And the point of it was get off the phone. Yeah, it's another screen, but like get off the phone where I'm scrolling or reading comments and getting into the tunnel or my mina mom and then work mode is still going. So the shows is one way. Um, I actually just posted something on my social media the other day on Mobile Mommy about the self-care looks different for everyone. If all you can do is just take three deep breaths, like owe it to your body or stretch. Absolutely. Um, call a girlfriend. I call Mondays Mama Stay Mondays. I had an event over the summer called Mama Stay in Chardonnay. We did wine and yoga. I think I saw this event. That was you. That's yeah. cool. We'll do it again. And okay. We're planning a date again with my yoga partner. I'll be there. That sounds great. So much fun. And so now I'm like, you know what? I can't always get to that yoga studio on Mondays, but why don't I go to just the Y down the street? And if I still, for some reason, can't get there with the childcare, I will breathe, drink tea, just owe it to myself, do my nails, whatever I need to do to Mama Stay. Mama Stay. And that stay. looks different. And Mama two, stay. I mean, like with what I do, there there's times where you know you just don't want to flip and leave your house, and that's why I love coming to couples and being able to to guide them through a practice mm-hmm. in their home because. It's like it just feels really nice in that opportunity to connect. So what do you and your husband do? You said you have some date night yes. rules. Yeah. Well, we we dedicate Tuesdays. We always have had Tuesdays, even when we were dating, as us night. We call it us night. Okay. And as entrepreneurs, your mind is always going. Is he one too? He is a musician and a creative on the side, but he does have a standard nine to five okay. schedule. Okay. Um, so he would come over, and then out of all the days of the week where I could be doing anything else, he had just asked, like, let's just do, like, let's cook, let's go somewhere, let's watch a movie, and whatever it is, let's just be us and not work or make commitments with other people. And four and a half years later, we still hold true to us nights. That us. shifts. Like, if we need to practice scheduling in advance and be like, hey, babe, next Tuesday I have a thing, do you mind if we shift us night to Wednesday? Like, we really dedicate that night to ourselves. Um, and then we'll do our thing. We'll have dinner, whatever that us night looks like. We'll maybe go on a date on a Tuesday, play games with Roya now that it's like the three of us. This is us. That's still like us. Our, oh, that's sweet. Um, and then if he goes like upstairs to the studio to work on his like music at like 9, 9.30, I'll maybe watch a show or work on my phone or whatever it is. But what, at least we have a dedicated like slot of time yep. for us night. Um and then we threw a bunch of ideas in a mason jar. Like, hey, what do we do for date night oh, this cute. month? And we just draw one out. Great idea. Easy stuff. Okay. Go to Ikea. Go rock climbing. Whatever. I mean, easy they stuff. They don't have to be like these elaborate no. date nights. And Go to Ikea. We love Ikea. I love we're Ikea. geeks. Oh, yeah. And they also have childcare. So we, we're, they do? we're a free member. So if you're not a member, it's 30 minutes for free. If you are a member, it's a free membership. You just sign it up at the kiosk. You get an hour for free ma- for in the childcare. Oh my gosh! So we'll go in. We'll daydream. We'll be like, I want this, and let's. Our house is gonna have this, and blah blah blah. And you bomb. There's a cafe. Brilliant. It's like a free hour date. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm planning. We need more shelves. Like whatever. <laughs> Stupid stuff. <laughs> organizing. Thanks for organizing. Thanks for organizing. Oh yes. And then I'm taking a lot of what I learn and practice at each client session. 
Like even if it's the same member, every session is different. The mood they're in, the tone of the house, what they went through that week. We bond on marriage stuff. We bond on business stuff if they're entrepreneurs as well. We bond on like, I'm PMSing this week. Great, we're syncing our cycle while I'm folding their laundry. Like it's such a girlfriend camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talk about just all sorts of things like that we're talking about right now on this podcast. But uh, I practice what I'm preaching at home too. And it kind of holds me accountable because I don't want to be an imposter. But I'm just a mom just like anybody else. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm talking about how you can fold your laundry while this is my basket of a mm-hmm. Christmas tree with a star on the top. It's really actually a pile of laundry with a star on the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot, but, you know, making time and practicing and just doing what I can. And that, like they say in yoga, it's a practice. It looks different every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. working on it. Always. I think that something I've, I try to do for my friends, you know, like even friends that are getting married or friends that are just have new babies is is like you know ask them what what do you need like do you need me to guide you through yoga practice or a few Mm -hmm. breaths do you need me to hold your baby while you go to the bathroom or take a shower do you need me to like talk to your event planner like what is it that you need and I find that just those moments of like giving back are are therapeutic like you mm-hmm. said like you're not necessarily organizing your house you're organizing someone else's yeah like it helps you too it does it's that exchange it's it doesn't it feel good too like when you know you've been a value to someone Ugh. whether that's listening dropping off a dinner holding their baby so they can take a shower yeah um, picking up something from a vendor I mean all of it is it's there's no right or wrong, and mm-hmm. you're not going to disappoint by trying to help, even if it's like a 1% help. The pendulum is still moving. And that's what I think I've had to tell myself as a mom, as a friend. My friendship dynamics have really shifted and changed over the last few years. They do. Some of it's hard for me to still digest, but I'm still a friend. I'm still present. Um, girlfriends going through whatever experience, family. I mean, however you can help is still a win. Yep. And especially for moms, especially for moms planning their own wedding, I mean, there's just so much to do. And then adding this massive milestone of a wedding to your palate, I mean, sometimes asking someone, like, how can I help you is probably a really great question, but it's also more overwhelming for the recipient. I agree with that. So, What's a better question to ask? It's, um, well, it doesn't hurt. It's not like you're doing them a you know, disservice by asking. It's better than giving unsolicited advice. <laughs> right. Um, but maybe just showing up at their doorstep with some flowers and a caribou gift card. Mm-hmm. Or you're at the store and you're like, hey, I would like to do something nice for you. What groceries can I get? I'm literally at Aldi right now. Or um, give them a call and say, have you had your date night this month? I'd love to babysit. Oh. Yeah. It helps with dis- decision fatigue. Like you have an idea. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I try to do a lot of on the Mobile Mommy platform. Like the services, again, is just one pillar. But it's finding ways to reduce the stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. It's coming up with these solutions that we know we, we're, we're capable of. But it's like one less thing. Yeah. A thousand ideas that we have to come up with on our own. Yeah. So whether you're a friend or a relative or a mom or not, it just there's different ways to show up and you don't have to ask. Like, how can I help you? It's just just think of something and then just do it. Yep. 
that's such good advice. I love too that, I mean, we're doing similar things, yeah. but in like totally different spheres. Yeah. This is, oh, synergy. Cool. Hopefully changing and the world to be a little we, less stressed. And Raya loves your house, so we'll be back. Okay, good. <laughs> my little nuggets will be here too and we can all play. Yeah. Um, so last question, you recently did a vision board event. Yeah. Oh, the goal board event. Yeah. yeah. Or it was like a goal. Yeah. I called it a goal board. board. I like that. Yeah. So, are you going to do any more of those? Because I want to come. <laughs> I think I will. So, I, yeah. So, the goal board event, and I call it a goal board because it's a little bit different than a vision board. And I, I don't want to discredit anyone that does vision boards. It's yeah. kind of what you make of it. Whether it's a poster, a chalkboard, a um, pushpin board, digital, whatever. Whatever. Um, but I've been doing something since 2012 where I make a checklist of things that I want to accomplish for the year ahead. And it, I don't call them resolutions. I just don't like that word. Mm. Um, so in 2012, I'm not going to go through all the years, I promise, but 2012 is where it started. I just made 50 things I wanted to do. I was single and thriving. Take a cooking class. Try a new recipe. Um, ask someone out on a date. Don't always wait for them to yes, ask Yes, love that. Um, spend more time with mom. I mean, it was like just 50 very simple things, but that also kind of got me out of my norm. So I carried that forward all through the years, and then when Roya came around, I made a half po- half size poster and it had like very specific things like work out this time throughout the year or go to this event or partner for this person's project and I built and built and built it to be more strategic for my self-care realm for my marriage for my mom life for my girlfriends for the other projects that I have and then for the business and then for the goal board event I shared those strategies on Picking these pillars, just like mom, mobile mommy has pillars. Like, what are your pillars in your world? Um, put maybe like seven to ten bullet point goals down. Don't write like lose 20 pounds. Like, how can you work back? One of the examples was instead of saying lose 20 pounds, like what can you do to help that process? Drink mm-hmm. more water, get more sleep, maybe hit the gym at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, very simple goals that you can actually check off. So I shared strategies on reducing the stress, overwhelm, and anxiety in the world. I shared um, tips and tricks on what they can focus on. It's called my 3D method, what to do, what to don't, and then your to-da. So it kind of focuses on what are your focus points? What are your main priorities that you want to do? Okay. What things should you eliminate in your world that's not beneficial today, this week, or next month? That's your to-don't. And your ta-da is making this success jar that I have. I took a hot cocoa container, slapped down some construction paper, and I call it Hita's success bucket. And when I do something that I'm like really proud of, whether if it's on those checklists or I made my bed or I asked a really like <laughs> right. tough question to someone, yeah. I'll like write on a scratch piece of paper and the jar is full of mismatched like to post-its. It's just a little, like, success. And I read it at the end of the year. It's like <gasps> my year in review. I goosebumps. I love that. I love it. My cousin, I have to give her credit, gave that idea to me. She found it on Pinterest, like, five years ago. I've done it every year. And I don't do it every day. I don't even do it every week. Maybe one week I'll – actually, this week I should probably do, like, four or five because I forgot to do it the last few weeks. But I want to give myself that encouragement. Like, hey, you had a bad headache. You had bad cramps. You were in a bad mood. Everything was just foul, but you still, like, got ready to preschool. <laughs> you had a really uncomfortable conversation with someone, and you went to the gym. Yeah. Winner. Celebrate your wins. You have to. You have to. It is hard to celebrate wins. I found that myself recently. Yep. I'm like, 
why am I talking about all the things that aren't going well when I have 10 million things that are just rocking? That's normal though. Like we're human. That is. I mean, that's the human (laughs) nature. It is. And I really wanted to focus the goal board on those goals and then celebrating the successes. And then of course we had like fun supplies and hot glue guns and glitter and collage like making, but um, I will do it again. I do it um, early to mid-December so it can be done before the holidays so that you have it up on the wall and ready to go before the new year. Okay. So I'll do it again. Please do. I yeah. want to come. That's awesome. What, 11 months from now? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I'm going to take this advice, though, and create one myself. Yeah, but even though, however you can, like, find ways to celebrate your own success, I think that's, like, how we can honor ourselves, too. Take a breath. Take three deep breaths. Drink some water, and then write a ta-da slip. Yes. <laughs> Brides, like, write down the things that you have completed on that to-do list. Give yeah. yourself those props because you are doing a lot. Yeah. And especially for moms planning their wedding, I would say like the biggest thing for me was I stressed so much about this one stupid thing. Do I write the addresses by hand or do I have them printed? <laughs> Are you flipping crazy? Why did that why did that stress you? I want Okay, so I'm Persian. So everything in the Persian culture by tradition and we're not a traditional household like a lady, what is wrong with you? <laughs> was just very High class, very proper, very like prestigious. Everything is just amazing. Not that the wedding wasn't. We had the whole wedding for under nine, under ten thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Oh my! The average wedding, everyone, is over thirty grand. Nope. We had it at Pinstripes. I found my. Cute. I'm going to a wedding there this summer. I'm excited. Loved it there. It's one of our favorite places. The guests had a great time. The DJ. We did, I mean, I'm in the events world and I have a lot of friends with like contacts. So they gave us great discounts or sponsored stuff. Smart. And then some of those like vendors were gifted to us. Like my brother paid for the DJ. What a good gift idea. My bro- my husband's boss was our photographer. Pro tips. Like really cool stuff. Um, they were like, do you want us to pay for something for your honeymoon? Get you your mixer or pay for the DJ? I'm like, we're not going on a honeymoon right now. We don't need a mixer. <laughs> You pay for the DJ music. You can't mess up music at a wedding. Right. So, um, yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, who cares what the, I wrote it all out by the end of the day, the moral of the stories. I wrote it out. I used a ruler. So I had like a straight edge. No, people just tear open that stupid envelope. They do. So that got me to like, think about centerpieces. Um, I said, this is the craziest bride story. I, I said, screw it to the fresh flowers two weeks before the wedding. I hadn't ordered it yet. I was still stressed. I was going to do Costco or Farmer's Market. I was just going to go really ineffective or effective, cost effective, I should say. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I only have like 11 tables. They were, um, what is that, harvest seating style? Oh, sure. Like the, long, the long rectangles long tables, with yeah. only three big circles. Um, I blinged out some wine bottles. I got a bunch of fake flowers from the dollar store. I spent $22 on centerpieces. And I bet it looked great. It looked good. But you know what? Nobody remembers a single thing. No. No one remembers. I remember my friend's wedding last year. She said $70,000. It was exquisite. It was the most ravishing wedding I've been to. I don't remember. I know she had one chandelier somewhere, but no one cares. Yeah. It has to care to you. It has to matter to you. If, you know, in that moment that you know that mattered to you the the um writing it out mattered to you and you know what 
Yeah. Your own. I like, sunk into it. I honored it, but I also had like a nursing baby and oh my gosh. like all this, all this stuff I had to do. So good for you. That was a good. That's stress. an interesting share. I, I you know, you're you're probably you're speaking to a lot of mama brides out there. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Let Anahita help you, everyone. She's doing such cool things. You're booked right now for this, for the month of February too, right? February as well, yeah. Yeah, okay. So my members always have priority access to the calendar. Okay. I'm a mom, so I take random pockets of time off. But yeah, March is almost halfway full. Okay. So if anyone's thinking of, I need help with a quick errand or a project or a birthday party or whatever, declutter. Mm-hmm. Um, March and April, which is perfect for like spring cleaning. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, and even if you're planning, you're planning for your wedding or you're planning for a shower, that's a great idea. Yeah. Having just like that extra person to help. Um, yeah, I love that. That's good. Write those cards out, send them out. Do you need someone around a post office? (laughs) I will share you all my personal stories that people can relate to, but we'll save that for a different day. For another episode. That'd be great. How can people find you? Good question. Thank you. So my website is TwinCitiesMobileMommy.com, and I am TC Mobile Mommy, at TC Mobile Mommy on all social media. Okay. And then Anahita Champion on all social media. Awesome. Well. Cool. Thank yeah. you for being here, Anahita. Thank this is you so for cool. Me. I'm, I feel like you're doing such good work. I'm excited. I'm trying. I'm trying. We have to encourage each other. That's really very sure to help. Yes, we do. Awesome. Thanks, girl. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate your support so much. Hey, if you're not already a subscriber, go ahead and hit subscribe so you can get our episodes each week right away on Thursday morning. Um, And give us a review. So much help to hear what you're liking, um, where we can improve. Always looking to grow. Um, Thanks again for your support. Have a great week.